For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Happen, but pocketbook issues like our grandparents uh, having to pay their light bills or their medication are issues that we should all be concerned about. And in Georgia, uh, we have amongst the highest in the country, and I think that is one of the utmost important issues. And this race is not only important, but it affects every single person, Democrat, Republican, whether you live in rural Georgia or Atlanta, you are impacted by the Public Service Commission. So why, okay, so all these guys get elected. They run Bubba McDonald. It's a guy you're running against. These guys run Tim Eccles, Republicans. They all run. They're all fiscally conservative. I'm doing air quotes right now. But yet my bill goes up and up and up. My first question to you, are these guys funded by the very industries that they are supposed to oversee? Very much so. And the, the unfortunate thing is the Public Service Commission is so far under the radar that there are no restrictions to uh, commissioners taking money from uh, the utilities they regulate. And, it, you know, uh, obviously it's in the form of contributions from folks that are in the utility industry. But my opponent, for example, 85% of the uh, money that he's uh, raised over the last few years has come from utility companies. And I think it's very, you know, challenging. And, and let's just be honest, man. This isn't about a partisan election as much as it is about the integrity of our pocketbooks. You know, when you think about it, Plan Vogel, which is a now, you know, $30 billion project, um, this is a project that we're all paying for, not the shareholders of the utility companies, but ratepayers on every corner of our state. So I think it's very important for us to understand that the commitment has to be made, which is what we did, to not take any money from the folks we regulate. Because I just think it's a conflict of interest to try and set rates, but then also have the best interest of the community as a whole. So you're saying that your opponent is 85% of the money he's raised to run for office over the course of time for several terms now, you're saying 85% of that money came from the people he's supposed to regulate. Yeah, and that's, and, and that's, that's open. I mean, this is not something I'm using as a political talking point. You know, you can pull up expenditures and you can look and you can see where folks money come from and and i think we would all agree you know you follow the money anyone that is running for office um you know anyone that is currently elected i think that their that their you know uh leadership can be measured in a sense by where their interests are and uh there's a quote that says it's hard to get a man to understand a thing when it sadly depends on him not understanding it so mm. for me i think the public service commission is one of those that have fallen so far under the radar that transparency has not even come into question because I've gone across the state, Shelley, as you know, there are elected officials that when they meet me have said, hey, what does the Public Service Commission do, right? So this is not just an issue with regular folks around the state. Wireless broadband, for example, is not talked about as much as it is now because COVID has exposed how broken our system is for rural kids, for small businesses in North Georgia and South Georgia and coastal Georgia. So I think we need to really fundamentally understand that while all these races are important, the ones we, we tend not to think about 
and the ones that are down the ballot are the ones that impact us, our families, and our pocketbooks the most. We're on, we're on the phone with Democrat candidate for, in a runoff for uh, Public Service Commission, Daniel Blackman. Daniel, like many people listening right now, again, I was I was kind of making light of it being so far the pub, that position being so far under the radar. But the fact of the matter is, I really don't care. Who it's it's a shame that we have to say you're a Democratic candidate or for this. Right. Yeah, it doesn't even it it's it's ridiculous. But in anything that I read about it says, oh, the Republicans have controlled this. Oh, now there's a Democrat. Nobody expected you to be in this position. And I think by at the end of the day, what I care about is if my bill can go down, then my bill goes down. And I don't care if you're an atheist, if you're a Satanist, if you're a Republican. I don't care what you are. I do have one question for you. If you get this position, is it important to invest in renewable energy? A hundred percent. You know, let's be honest, you know, fossil fuel, the fossil fuel industry as a whole um, has had such a grip on, on all of us. And, and I and I thank you for the point you brought about the Democrat versus Republican thing. This is something that has happened both with Democrats and Republicans nationally. This is not just an issue that one side or one party, you know, led the effort on. This is a direct impact of companies that have a vested interest in making a whole lot of money uh, in, in industries that are not paid that much attention to. So I think the main thing that I want people to understand about this role in this position is just really think about these three areas. Number one, your light bill. I spoke to a Republican group two weeks ago, and they said, look, Daniel, we get it. You know, this, this Vogel uh, expansion, this, this nuclear project is costing us a lot of money, and we want more cleaner energy, but we can't shut off nuclear tomorrow. And that's not what I've said, nor is it anything I've, you know, promoted. I feel that we need a just and safe transition over time that will allow us to have more access to cleaner energy. And here's why. Number one, if you live in rural parts of the state, black, brown, white, Asian, it doesn't matter. If you live in areas that have predominantly fossil fuel facilities like coal fire plants, you're going to have a, a harder time. Your kids are going to probably suffer from asthma at higher rates. Your grandparents are going to probably have a respiratory illness. And when you see uh, these high numbers of COVID um, in areas like Albany, Georgia, it's because a lot of folks in rural Georgia have these pre-existing conditions due to the water they drink and the air they breathe. So as a public service commissioner, I think it's of the utmost importance for us to at least consider more renewable energy. We're not talking about tomorrow I get elected and next day we want to go 100% solar. We're saying what is the best thing we can do to position Georgia to be competitive but then also to provide the best quality energy and reliable energy for all of us, regardless of how we vote, how we live, or how we pray. Bottom line is no one wants a high utility bill. And right now in Georgia, I'll give you this really quick statistic. On average in the United States, an individual pays about 5% of their paycheck towards their utility bill. But in Georgia, when you look at our utility bills overall, we're paying about 18% wow. of our paychecks towards our utility bill. And that's a direct result of the way in which we not only generate power, but when you look at water, gas, electric, and these other areas, that is a huge chunk of money that we need to fix. We got to address the issue. And again, we can't forget that while the Public Service Commission doesn't regulate um, wireless broadband, we need to drive investment. And that's something that I'm going to spend a lot of time on. It's a six-year term, and we got to make sure that the rest of the counties outside of Metro Atlanta can compete, and we've got to invest in the high-speed internet so these counties and communities can be viable. So, so thank you for your question. Um, uh, we're on the phone with Daniel Blackman. He is running in a runoff 
as a uh, in a public service commission. Make sure you go down ballot. And I will say this: this is me, Shelley, speaking, not word on the street. I voted for Daniel in a primary. I'm going to vote for him again in a runoff. And the primary reason is Republicans come to me all the time and say they want to save money, they want to cut spending, they want to, you know, they're fiscal conservative. Yet every single guy, Tim Eccles, Bubba McDonald, all of them, they take money from these industries that they're supposed to regulate, and all these industries do is raise the bills, raise the bills, raise the bills, raise the bills. So, Daniel, if we elect you to this position, how fast does my bill come down? (laughs) Well, I mean, look, that's a great question, and the reality is it doesn't happen overnight because I don't want to give a political answer. I'm one vote out of five, which means that we're going to have to think of some creative ways to not only cap Georgia Power and other utility companies' spending, but your bill is not going to come down overnight because it's been voted on three times in the last nine months to go up. So we're, we're going to see rate increases happening going into 2021. Now, what I can do and what I will promise is to not vote for another rate increase and to make sure that every time one is on the uh, one uh, rate increase is on the docket, then we communicate with people. The problem is when these rate increases um, become proposed by the utility companies, it happens with none of the commissioners holding a town hall, speaking to the community, coming on your show. So when these things happen, we don't hear about it in the paper. We see it on our bills and we get it in the mail. So what I want to do is just be very frank. It's going to take more than Daniel Blackman being elected on January 5th. But what I will guarantee is that I will not vote for another rate increase. And on top of that, we'll make sure that every single hearing that takes place where a utility company wants to raise your bill, whether it's Atlanta Gas and Light or Georgia Power, we're going to make sure people know about it. I don't care if I've got to go on 15 shows across the state. We've got to communicate with people and educate them. The reason why they're doing what they're doing is because people don't pay attention and they don't know about the meeting. So when Georgia Power shows up with their lobbyists and their attorneys and their executives, what happens is they do the will of those who show up. And if we can pack out those rooms, we can change that narrative. And that's exactly what I want to do. Daniel Blackman, please, thank you. Please vote for him. I don't you normally do this, but I don't want a high uh, bill. Thank you, Daniel. We appreciate thank you. you. So thank much. you, Daniel. Uh, appreciate appreciate it. it. Happy holidays, to everyone. Merry Christmas. You thank as you. Well. God bless you. Good young man, saying all the right things. I love him. He's been and and he knows what he's talking about. And like I said, I'm a conservative. Don't tell me you're a Republican. Take money from the service industries that you're supposed to regulate and then raise my bill and come back to me every election and say, vote for the Republican. Nah, not going to happen this time. Earlier in the show, we told you about Kathy Lee Gifford, TV presenter, who said that, you know, she will not date outside of her faith or marry anybody outside of what she believes. I'm on page with her. We wanted to know your thoughts on that. 